Hi, hello everyone. And uh, I'm uh, with you, with Marcel. And we're going to have an amazing webinar. Marcel, what are we going to talk about? Uh, absolutely. So but this may be a repeat for uh, some uh, people. Uh, today we were scheduled to talk about, uh, as uh, usual in my case anyways, about the business matters. In particular today, we are going to cover uh, staff issues, staff matters in terms of uh, concerns from the uh, uh, employees uh, themselves. And then as to how the business owners, entrepreneurs in particular, uh, the best uh, can uh, deal with that in terms of helping uh, the staff members yeah. and helping themselves, obviously, and stay alive. Mm -hmm. uh, most fascinating subject because obviously everybody is affected. And mm -hmm. I also, however, I want to sneak in another question, if you don't mind. Uh, a few days ago, you have announced, we were talking about that and you have announced, we have been talking about it for a long time, that the Parents Academy webinar series, they are coming back. So yes. among ourselves and among many, many people, uh, I suspect the Parent Academy webinar series is the, uh, the most famous one, uh, the most uh, influential one, the most effective one, the most useful one. Uh, it touches uh, everybody. And there is an introductory seminar or webinar, I should say, coming up July the 4th from all days, a very happy day at 11 a.m. So I want to spare a few minutes at the end as well, uh, maybe even most of the time, uh, to talk about that because compared to all the other webinars we are doing, that particular one is going to uh, encompass and, and engulf many, many people. Yeah. So that is the view, depending on how much time uh, we want to talk today. So I'll get uh, straight the, uh, on, on the business aspect. So as you know, I'm in the uh, medical industry. Uh, I operate the medical clinics the, uh, and, and centers and, and facilities uh, in normal times, just before COVID, so to speak. Uh, we normally see about 1,000 patients a day, which is a very, very significant number. So wow. when, COVID, uh, when COVID hits you, uh, then uh, you have a thousand people that uh, you need to protect, including staff members. Mm -hmm. So it is an enormous, enormous uh, task. Yeah. Um, so COVID came and we are dealing with it. And specifically what I want to talk about is obviously the traffic has gone down uh, in term, for, for many reasons or for obvious really reasons. But an interesting phenomena uh, is now developing over the last, I would say, three, four weeks where yeah. essential services, they were opened regardless. And now over the last few weeks, more and more of them, if not the 80% of them, they are really open. But what is happening is that the staff members and the physicians and the facilities, they are ready and they are equipped uh, from COVID and other perspective to receive the patients. And we have actually in our facilities uh, at Northrop Medical Center, we don't really have any uh, COVID cases. So we are doing our job. But yeah. what I am seeing from where I'm sitting, as well as all the individuals who are attending to uh, patients, the patient traffic, it is still low. It is going up slowly. But when we are doing our surveys, what we are finding is that the patients are very fearful. I know that we spoke about fear from day one, and this is the, the, the crux of this entire COVID daily problem. Uh, however, talking about is one thing, but living it is, is another. So the dilemma that we have right now, we can do a lot of things in treating patients uh, from traditional and alternative perspectives. But when you have this uh, fear sitting in people's mind, so to speak, uh, the uh, health industry, it is not really, by and large, is equipped to deal with that, at least not in quantities of, the, of this nature, which is everybody. And so as long as this fear factor it is still in people's mind, including the patients, they are putting their fear ahead of their health because there are many people that they need medical attention. They are postponing it or they are not really showing up for that reason. 
which is of course uh, highly dangerous for, for their purposes. So in the medical industry, and this is true for other industries, I'm sure, how do we deal with this in terms of uh, how do we assist in our case, the patient uh, uh, public, how do we communicate with them? How can we, uh, and then we are all over the websites and social networks that we are COVID friendly, so forth and so on, and that we don't really have cases. Nevertheless, the fear factor is, is very, very aggressive and very, very uh, strong. So similar to cancer, cancer does not kill you, but chemo, the treatment kills you. COVID will not kill you, but the treatment of COVID will kill you as far as the hysteria is concerned. So this is a little bit very long question. Let's see what you have to say about that. Okay, so let's start. So first of all, the Family Academy, we're now calling it the Family Academy because it's uh, handling everything, uh, is an academy that designed to create future. What do I mean? Uh, the future of this society depends on the quality of our future people, our future leaders, uh, our future society. And that future society is created by raising children. The quality of raising children will define the quality of your future society. Absolutely. So because this is really real to me, uh, I understand and, uh, and, and I put together the Family Academy and the idea is like that. Uh, all children related problems has to do with problems with the parents. If, the, if you want to fix the child, you need to fix the, the parent. That's right. The way to fix children is to fix the adults. So, right. and, and, and I've seen that in ten, tens of thousands personally, hundreds of thousands cases of people, uh, children that had problem and, the, and I never saw the child. I, I looked and I handled the parent and the child improved. So, so because of that understanding that uh, the problem of children has to do with the problem of parents, I put together this family academy and basically what we teach there is how to become happy, productive, uh, respectful, admirable, powerful family, taking responsibility for the future generation. And this is really, really powerful and the results are amazing. And um, if you want to join the, the academy, I will have a link connected to this video. Just I will put on the, in the comments. But generally, you can go to mayrezra.com and uh, go to the Family Academy and uh, register. It's free. It's powerful. It's life-changing. Uh, people that went through the academy before, it's not the first time that I'm doing this run, people that did the, the academy before report miracles, like serious miracles with the, with the relationship between the, um, the, the husband and the wife, with the relationship with the children, with the relationship with the, the extended family, with the relationship with in-work, and even with the income because your, the quality of your relationship 
will define how much income you will have. So this is about the parent, the family academy, and um, and what we're doing there. It is on um, July fourth. Uh, July fourth. So it's Saturday at eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So go to mayorazwell.com and. Uh, register and if you have any questions if you want to get more data if you have a specific problem with your children that you want an urgent answer you can follow me on instagram it is mayor ezra official and write me a private message and i'll give you the exact answer as you know it's not going to be necessarily a answer that you like but it's definitely going to be an effective answer so this is about the family academy now, but what do you do with the fear? Can I just, uh, in, uh, just uh, in support of uh, the studies in the academy, of course, we have been at it for a long time, let us say just under uh, 10 years. And as you know, I have uh, three kids, uh, twin girls, 14, 14, and my son, uh, 16. And uh, yesterday, my, uh, one of my daughters uh, uh, comes and says, Daddy, I have good news. And she says, I made honor roll. <laughs> Uh -huh. Darling, in COVID, you guys are hardly studying. You made honor roll, so like uh, it was very uh, emotional. And and then I said, "What about your sister?" And then she comes downstairs. Dad, you know that I always make the honor roll. That's the big deal. So two girls <laughs> honor roll. Wow. And then I, I'm calling my son from upstairs. Come, come downstairs. Listen to this news. I said, "You know what? You must have made it as well. What is your average?" Um, my kids uh, and as a family and my wife, we have been attending uh, the majority of the webinars or seminars. We are having great time when we do that. And uh, my kids, I took them off school time and I brought them to the webinars. And uh, that is the, the, the best telling job I can do about it because I have the evidence to show what we got created as a result of uh, uh, the learnings in, this, uh, in these webinars. And the children are highly smart, obviously, and they, through induction, they are absorbing. They're absorbing all the other parents, all the other kids, uh, the, the instructors. And fast forward uh, quite a few years, and here we are. The two girls are uh, graduating from middle school. And my wow. son, he is in, in, in high school. And future looks so much better and so much brighter uh, from the academic perspective and from the other perspective. And as soon as this news came home, the, the air changed with all the, the COVID issues that we go through. Uh, news of this nature turns everything, uh, everything around. Anything related to children is uh, above and beyond resolve any problem that anybody may be going through. So start with the children, then look after yourself and your better part, husband or wife, which we can deal with as well through the webinars, and then off we go. So definitely, definitely, we are all tremendously looking forward to, to it. And again, thank you very much for organizing it and putting thank it together. And certainly you can rely on us in order uh, to promote it and talk to other parents and children. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's going to be amazing. Now, absolutely. about the fear, about the fear. Okay, so the definition of the word fear is a state of imperception. You don't perceive, okay? So because you don't perceive, the person in fear actually don't see you, actually don't see the data, actually don't see logic. So if you feel fear, you need to know for sure that you are a very powerful, unbelievable computer 
using garbage data. Yes. Why? Because you cannot perceive at the time of fear. It is like if I will do wow, you will see that the, if a person is in fear, he will go away, which means he will not perceive. He will run. When something happens, if there's an explosion and if there's something bad happening, you see people are running. Why they are running? Because they don't see what's going on. They're turning their back to the problem and they run. And every time you run away from a problem, the problem will eat you alive. So anything you don't perceive can hurt you. So when someone is in fear, the only thing you can do is actually realize that you're talking to a broken computer and you don't get upset with them and you don't try to explain to them to give them data because any data that you will give them will go over their head. They don't see. On the other hand, a person that is in fear has to know that if he's in fear, it's a proof that he's not perceiving. And this is the time to raise above the fear and to evaluate the data. Uh, now, what can you do when you meet someone that is in fear and acting insanely? Because there's not a person that is in fear and is not insane. That's right. You cannot be in fear and sane because fear means you do not look. So obviously what you do do not make sense. It's a computer, powerful computer that the data is broken. So the answers that the computer give is broken. So what do you do as a person if you want to help someone in fear? The one thing you don't do is you don't try to give him more data. He's already overwhelmed by inability right. to look at data. So what you do, you get him to talk about what he sees, not what he heard, what he observed. So tell me, uh, what you observe, you, you're walking around with this mask, does it give you a headache? Uh, is it comfortable? Uh, so how does it exactly work? How does a mask stop a, a virus? The virus, you know, it's a tiny, tiny thing that can go through anything. How does a mask that has huge holes in comparison to the virus uh, stop the virus? Uh, well, so he, he come up with all kind of answers and he come up with all kind of answers and you just hear and acknowledge and get him to look further. And at one point you will see that he will realize that it's bullshit, the mask are bullshit. Uh, the, the, Social distancing is a bigger bullshit. Uh, there is no way to stop uh, the, uh, the virus by being afraid. And the only way to do is to live. And what does it mean to live? It means to drive cars and have accidents. It means to have sex and get uh, the chance of getting AIDS. It means to go out and get uh, pneumonia. It means to go out and get the uh, flu. It means to get another 10 different thousand or hundreds of thousands of different viruses and it's part of life and your chances of getting it is not more than a chances of being hit by a car or, or anything like that it's just life 
So do you want to live do, or do you want to, to, to die? Because if you want to live, to live do not mean to be afraid. You know, people get buried by the, when they die, you know, by the age of uh, 85, 80, 80, 85, whenever each person, this is when they get buried. But they die the moment that they start to be afraid. Yes. Because you cannot be alive while you're afraid. Because when you're afraid, you're running away from life. So people get buried at the age of 80, 85, when, they, when the body gets into the ground. But they actually die the moment that they start to be afraid. And when you start to be afraid, you, you're dead. And so you don't fight over your rights. You don't create anything. You are willing to accept all kinds of nonsense. And you can see that um, probably the most important things to understand is that um, all kinds of limitations, your, your power is taken away from you on a gradient scale. At the beginning, you are afraid of your parents. And you say, okay, it's fine to be afraid. And then you're afraid of a bully. And you say, okay, fine, it's a bully. It's okay to be afraid. And then you're afraid of a teacher. And then you're afraid of your boss. And then you're, you're afraid. Then your whole life, you look back and you're afraid. Yeah. I'll tell you something that probably people will not like, but it's true. Your freedom, your ability to live life is more important than your body. You are not yes. alive when your body is alive. You're alive when you're free. You're alive when you create. You're alive when you say, I'm willing to die. Bring it on. If you're not willing to die, you're not alive. Why? Because, <laughs> because life comes before death, yes? So if you're not willing to die, you are not alive because life comes before death. This is really fascinating. Love can be for hate. If you are not willing to be hated, you, can, you, you cannot love because you need to love before there is hate. You understand? So if you are not willing to have hate, you cannot have love. If you are not willing to have pain, you cannot have pleasure because pleasure can be for pain. If you are not willing to be free, you are already dead. And it's just a mechanical thing to put you in the grave. So you need to decide, what do you want? Do you want to be free or do you want to be healthy? Most people will say, I want to be healthy until I tell them, okay, good, I'm going to put you in a box. It will be totally <laughs> controlled. You will never, never, never have anything wrong with you. Food will come to you, but you don't, you don't move. You, 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 you'll be healthy, but you'll be in quarantine. For the rest of your life for the rest of your life. So freedom is more important than your body. Anyone that tried to make you afraid lied to you. Anyone that tried to make you afraid is not your friend. If your wife or your husband tried to make you afraid, tried to push you and tell you how wrong you are and push you down, they don't like you. Despite the fact that they said they love you, despite the fact they have sex with you, it means nothing. The fact is that if someone attack you, they don't love you. 
And why they don't love you? Because they don't love themselves. So don't be impressed oh by them not uh, loving themselves. You continue to love. That's the answer. <laughs> it's um, in our uh, healthcare workers, uh, they have a, an additional challenge because obviously they are in the health industry and they are dealing with people that uh, are not too well. And when they go home uh, or when they get invited, <laughs> people shy away from them. Oh, you are, work you are a healthcare worker. We respect you. We love you for what you are doing, but please don't come to our party or don't, be, uh, don't come too close. And it is, it is sad, but it is, it is a reality. And this is also, we are experiencing it as well even in the uh, extended uh, family uh, circles, that's how people feel uh, about it. And then it's me, like I'm telling you everything is fine or providing whatever commentary. No, the fear is so in, in depth. Uh, please, Marcel, we love you, but uh, please, you know, <laughs> where you are coming from, we really need to uh, watch, uh, watch ourselves. It's, I mean, you try to uh, inform them, but, uh, uh, the, our experience is that that spirit is so entrenched, even when people, they know you, even when they are very, very close, uh, close to you, uh, that's how they feel uh, towards you. Yeah. And by the way, we lost your video. I'm we sure it's going you. to come back. Okay, good. No problem. This will okay. come back. Okay. So the answer is, um, is uh, that when a person got to a point where uh, he's afraid of nothing or is afraid of a possibility of something. When he is afraid, he, he's just afraid, not based on actual fact, he's actually afraid. That person is actually dead and the handling is like I said earlier, get them to look, don't get upset with them. Don't get insulted, don't get uh, discarded because this is the time when you as a friend needs to start operating because what is a friend a friend is a person that keep loving his friend despite all demands from the friend from the other side to hate him or to attack him or to disconnect from him so if i'm your friend and you're doing something really wrong you're basically telling me look uh, i'm giving you an okay to disconnect from you uh, because now I, I have an excuse, you've done something really wrong. But if I'm your friend, actually, what I will do, I will say, you did something wrong, it's fine, not a problem. But I continue to help you. I continue to, help to, 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 to assist you. I'm continuing to loving you. Why? Because when someone, for any reason, tried to tell you that the answer is less communication, even without being a friend, you know that, the, that this person organization actually is cuckoo. And when it's in the case of a friend, you know that it's not okay. Because if I'm your friend, it's because I did things for you, you did things for me, and now you did something bad. This is when you need me. And if I'm using what you've done as an excuse to push you away, I am really bad. I've seen it in, uh, in different religions. Yeah, I've seen it in uh, different religions, like in the 
Jewish religion, I have a first-hand experience in the Jewish religion, that uh, if you do something that the religion don't feel that it's okay, they push you away. They say, well, you know, you, you cannot be in their religion. You need to do all kinds of things. And anyone that connected to you cannot talk to you. Like there's a total disconnection. It's insane. Anyone that doing that, anyone that promoting something like that is insane. Why is insane? Because they say, look, not only we don't, you, I, I'm not your friend. I was lying to you. I, I, the, the religion was my friend, but I was lying to you. I'm actually not your friend, but I'm actually going to force everyone else that are your friends not to be your friend. It is more destructive than anything in the universe. It is wrong. It is just wrong. It is just incorrect because if someone is my friend and someone come to him and forces him to stop being my friend with any excuse, any excuse, and, and, and the excuses usually is, oh, it will help him. I never seen less communication helping anyone. Never seen. Because when communication fails, you need to communicate. When in doubt, you need to communicate. When everything else fails, you need to communicate. And fear is actually an, an effort not to communicate. But it cannot happen in this universe. When, when do you really die? When you stop communicating. So basically, they say, well, stop communicating. So that's what's wrong with that part of the Jewish religion. There's a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot of things that are amazing with the Jewish religion. But this, this kind of disconnection, excommunication that happening in religions, and I've seen it in many religions, without exception, is wrong. It is deadly. It is stupid. It is, it is insane to break a friendship, to break a family because of some kind of... Uh, whatever, meshuga, craziness. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to be impressed by it. You continue to be the friend with those people and they can be whatever you, they can be afraid and whatever. You continue to be afraid with them and despite all invitation to disconnect with them, from them, you stay connected. Absolutely. You have them. Because you are the friends when they don't want to. That's the time that you are the friend. That's right. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, to, to some extent, they may be realizing it, but with that kind of uh, behavior and thinking, actually, they are not really helping themselves. And they are not really getting uh, uh, any better. And there are a lot of people that they need really uh, uh, help and they are not really uh, getting it to start with. Plus, when this is the, their mi uh, mindset, then they are further distancing themselves from the sources that can really help them. Yes. This morning, uh, yeah. Yeah, basically Go when ahead. someone tells you, I don't want to talk to you because I think that you have COVID. Uh, okay, so, but you talk to the guy in the shop and he may, he may have COVID as well. And you talk to the guy, it, it is, this is so, this COVID thing is insane the moment that you start to look at that. If, if, if I'll tell you, if I would tell you that um, someone, like a year ago, 
that someone will come and tell people not to communicate and block people from communicating for any reason. It is insane. It is, you know, I was in a shop, I was in a shop. I went to buy some electronics. So I went with the Neo, my, my son, and you know, they're putting this Perspex thing, this clear thing to protect. Plexiglass, yeah. Yeah, yeah to protect the, the attendant from getting COVID, okay? Uh, now, so first of all, the attendant take uh, my credit card, hold it. Of course, that's it, it's, it's done, yes? <laughs> he holds the credit card, uh, he gives me the box, I take the box, uh, I give it back to him because I want something, I sign the paper, he took it. All of this thing is one, one thing, so it's obviously nonsense. But the, the point is that everyone is talking around the, that glass thing. Everyone is <laughs> around it because no one likes this thing to talk through a barrier because it's not human. Human want to get close. Human want to hug. You, even, even animals cannot stay away from each other. It, it is life. Life mean to be together. Life, that's why you don't like it when you're in a jail. You understand? Life mean to be together to get people away because a million people can die. Okay, let's say a million people can die. It's not good, it's bad, but it's life. Every That's year there is, I don't know, 50, 60 million people die. So it will be 51. And overall, the numbers don't grow actually in relationship to the growth of the society. Of society. It's actually going down. So it's a lie. It's a lie. COVID, is just another disease. Fear is a deadly pandemic. The real pandemic is fear, is hysteria, is trying not to communicate. This is a pandemic that kills humanity. COVID can kill only bodies. Fear, hysteria can kill humanity. That's the real danger. You become inhumane. You become less than an animal when you don't communicate because something can happen to your body. You are not your body. You're a spirit. And you're a spirit for as long as you're willing to communicate. You're a spirit as long as you're willing to love despite invitations to do otherwise. That's right. When you lose that, you're not alive. You're less than a body, just a doll, a meat bag, less than an animal. The moment that you don't willing to communicate with another person, you lost you, your you, uh, humanity. Because humanity means to communicate, to love, to hug, to, to do whatever it takes to stay in communication, not to do whatever it takes to separate. Whoever come up with this idea is insane. And uh, my, view, my viewpoint is you have to keep the law. So the law said to put uh, some kind of a mask. So put some kind of a mask, but don't agree with that. So I put a mask, but not really a mask. What I do, I put a, a, some kind of a piece of a cloth on me that has holes, big holes, but it's passed for a mask. So I'm doing a legal thing. And everyone happy, by the way, you know, they, they, they see that this thing is full with holes and they're happy. It's like for them, it's a must because there's something on. This is tell you how much 
they don't see. When a person is afraid, he do not perceive, and the level of stupidity is proportional to the inability to perceive. The less you can perceive, the more stupid you are, because cleverness, on the other hand, is the ability to recognize truth. That's, That's right. what you really need to understand. You have a problem, you see that you are afraid, you have a problem, you need to change it. You need to start to look at what you're not willing to look. And if someone trying to make you afraid, you need to know this guy is not your friend, despite the fact that he may be a leader of a country. He's not necessarily your friend. Like Hitler was a leader, he was not a friend. Uh, Stalin was a leader, definitely not a friend. <laughs> Napoleon, a leader, not a friend. So you need to decide for yourself, keep the law, always keep the law, never break the law, but don't agree. And make sure that everyone knows that you don't agree. That's, That's right. right. You need to be responsible uh, for yourself and uh, there is no uh, a prince or a princess on a white horse coming to save you. You are going to save yourself. Exactly. To today is a Saturday. So what's happening also in the recent weeks is that because the uh, traffic to businesses is uh, slower and businesses, uh, they are doing two things. Uh, they are letting some of uh, the staff members either go home uh, or they are asking them to reduce the days of operation. So, so far from what uh, we see, at least the, uh, there's a reduction in terms of 20% reduction in terms of uh, uh, that we are open for business. And to that extent, the staff members, employees are losing 20% of their income and uh, there isn't really anywhere else to go other than go home and then wait and watch TV and be bombarded with more additional uh, news. Uh, yeah. This morning I was, today being Saturday, so Saturdays normally businesses are open, so they are getting closed. So I was talking with a physician colleague this morning um, about uh, today, uh, to see patients today. And then among other, I asked him uh, about the, uh, you know, we should establish a, a spiritual treatment clinic. Mm -hmm. And uh, because in, in some people's mind, including ours, uh, there is validity uh, really to that because, uh, Dave, how are we going to deal with this? Like, uh, we cannot, uh, it's not traditional, not even the alternative. Uh, well, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> uh, yoga and then other uh, similar, but even then. Uh, so uh, we need to deal with it in some way because whatever we have done so far did not really work. Yeah. So he says, well, that kind of stuff uh, gets done at the church. I said, yes, <laughs> it, can, it, it is done at the church maybe a few thousand years ago when originally religion was established, let us say, and long before that, where the purpose of religion was uh, to teach uh, what is spirit and to uh, tell people that uh, you are a spiritual being. Since then, uh, that went out of the window and then people do not cognize on that and church is, uh, um, they are doing whatever they are doing. I'm not going to characterize it, but they are not, uh, they are not at least uh, doing, uh, doing that. You mentioned spirit and religion in your, uh, in, in your comments. It boils down to sooner or later, people, they have to cognize the, uh, on their spirituality that they are spiritual beings. And that is an excellent starting point, starting point uh, to start seeing what is coming uh, their way, whether it is true or, or, or false. They have lost their compass as the church and synagogues and, and mosques and all the other religions, they lost their way. And then together with that, the people who are following them, they lost their way as well. So that was a, a, 
a reference that the people they were uh, relying on. So now they are on their own. They have to come back. I think I think that the uh, churches, synagogues, and so on, religious uh, organization have very good intention, and they do what they can. And I think they're very very important because they held society up to now, and they brought society to here. I think that the problem is that the churches are run by people and people are affected by the media and the media has one job and one job only to make you useless how by make you afraid by showing you that everything is bad that there is no future that it's all dangerous and you need to crawl to your hole and don't move and be afraid. That's the job of the media. And since the people that rabbis and the priests and so on, good people, but they get affected exactly like judges get affected by the media, exactly like uh, leaders affected by the media because we are people. And this media is not the media. There is specific number of people that on the media and put together a specific agenda and the agenda is become useless. Now you have two options, either adhere and become useless, which means be afraid, etc., etc., or says, no, not me. I don't have to consume this media, number one. And number two, I don't have to adhere to the media because I can look for myself. I can find out what's true for me and what's true for me cannot be, cannot be exactly what the media tells me. If it is exactly what the media tells me, I'm a parrot. And you'll see that most people has been brainwashed by the media for so long that they become parrots. So the church is doing a good job because regardless of their level of understanding of the spirit or not and whatever, they help the community and give them a message of love, a message of hope. And that alone is already a help. So for me, the churches uh, in that respect uh, are really, really good. And overall, the re a religion is a religion, regardless of which religion you are in, is good because religion brought us up to here. It took us through a lot and it kept us, kept us as groups. Uh, so religion is, is really good and um, priests, rabbis, etc. I'm sure have amazing good intentions, but they're affected by the media. They're affected by the brainwashing. So they need to wake up and know that who they are, that know that their freedom is more important than the, than the body. They need to know that they're spiritual being that own a body and the, the body is not really important uh, because, and you are the boss of the body and you need to let the body know that the boss is here. You are not the, the, some kind of a slave of the body. You are the boss of the body. You use the body. You don't serve the body. And if you don't get that, you will fail. You will fail miserably because you will be tired, you will be afraid, you will be useless.
you see that any person that actually brought about any result in life is because he says, the boss is here. And he said, buddy, move. We are not now going and doing that. And if you let the body tell you what to do, good luck. It will tell you to eat chips, sit in front of the TV and do nothing. You know, there are some advanced countries around the world. One of them is, let us say, Israel, where the high technology um, uh, from everywhere, all over, uh, they come, they locate themselves. And as an engineer, I hold Israel as a country at a very high esteem in terms of uh, its sophistication in every respect. And the religion aspect is another aspect of it. Uh, however, uh, during this COVID, and uh, observing how countries and leaders and presidents and prime ministers are looking after uh, COVID, managing COVID, and Israel's performance was not really a shining star either. That was really greatly, so to speak, a disappointment of some sort. Um, so then it begs the question, the governments, any government, including the Israeli government, the, or American for that matter, they have more authority than ability they are trying their best, but obviously their best is not really providing the results that the people really are, are, are hoping for. So even in that regard as well, that you can only rely to, to the uh, governmental and institutional authorities up to a certain level. Again, in that regard, you're on your own. You have to look after yourself and then educate yourself and bring yourself up to a level that you can uh, deal with what is really happening uh, around you. Mind you, I must tell, the, uh, I know the uh, Israeli government and a few other governments, and especially I'm Canadian, so I know the Canadian government and our provincial authorities. I can see they are really, for God's sake, they are really trying. They are really trying everything they can, and they are helping monetarily. They are maintaining the economy as if, as if nothing happened, and they are financing everything down to providing salaries, uh, the majority of the salaries, to anybody and everybody who is walking uh, and, and working. However, that too one day is going to, uh, to end. So obviously they, are not, they, they don't seem to be part of this overall scheme. I don't know what is controlling really all that, but as a business person, I feel this. With all the statistics and with all the trajectories, whoever and whatever has created this situation in the world is waiting for the next shoe to drop and to drop and to drop. So from wherever we are, we are going to go even lower until the, the moment comes and that we are under full uh, control by way of a, uh, of a slave, if you will. Anybody can describe it any which way they want. But where is this going? This is going towards that direction compared to any other direction because we don't see statistics or analytics showing improvement in any, any area. Slowly but surely everything is going down, whether it's business or personal or, or mental, mental health. So it, it begs the question, look, <laughs> there's nobody around to help you you need to look after yourself. Uh, whether it is this kind of uh, a, a video conference uh, or, or, or webinars, whatever that you think it is right for you, attend, you educate yourself other than listening to the news only, and then come up to the level that you are able to appreciate when the right idea comes across, this is the man I want to hear, or this is the webinar that I want to attend. If you do nothing else, at least compare a few things and then be present in the environment, in educational environment in these respects, and then get some uh, information that is going to lead the way for you and will show you what the truth. If you cannot tell what the truth, if you cannot tell for yourself, 
then for the timing, you need somebody or yeah. somebody's to, to guide you. Yeah, yeah. So true. And I think we're coming to the end. Uh, and I just, Absolutely. before we ending, I just want to say hi to the people that attending. And I can see uh, the people on uh, YouTube and uh, Facebook. So I, I see Avishai, hi. And I see a Facebook uh, user that say hello to me and to you. And JJ, hello. Uh, that's very true. And another Facebook uh, users that say hello, hello. And I know that there are many people that are watching us on uh, Instagram. If you're watching us on, on Instagram, the link for the Parent Academy is in my bio. If you're watching us uh, uh, on a replay or you're watching us on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, go to mayrezra.com or follow me on Mayrezra Official in Instagram, Mayrezra Official and write me a private message if you have any question. And uh, Marcel, thank you very much for this uh, beautiful and amazing interview. Uh, thank you for everyone that was watching. Thank you for Amit and Swapna for arranging everything and for Shamaya that doing the things in the background and for Gali and Adari and for everyone that creating this unbelievable ongoing interviews almost every day. So yes. thank you very much, Marcel. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mir. Thank you very much. See you very soon. Ciao. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.